so I mean, what that did in effect was make my studio fun again, and <laughs> it's just turned it into my dude. You place need to make a hat. And <laughs> make your studio make my, fun again. Make your studio fun again. <laughs> And welcome back to another episode of Podular Modcast. My name is Tim Held, and this is Podular Modcast. This week we have Greg Markle on the show, and I'm pretty excited. I always love a good chance to, to hang out with my buddy Greg. Greg is half of Recovery Effects, and uh, he is all of the Animals at Night who made our lovely theme song for Pod Mod. Um, yeah, I used to play in a band with Greg way back in the day. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about The Mystic, which they just released um, or just did the pre-order for. And you can order it now and it will be shipping soon. But it's a really cool little desktop synth. In fact, if you're watching the video, you can see me unplugging mine right now off screen and now holding it up to the screen. There's not very good lighting right now. So, sorry. The video thing is new. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying trying to do the videos, but it is, uh, it's a lot. It's weird. I've never done this. I've been doing the show for five years. I didn't realize how much of a, a you know, like procedure I had for, for doing the intros and editing and everything and the demos. And now that's completely shaken up. So I'm still trying to figure that out. Like, do I look at the camera right now? I haven't been, but then I'll, I will every once in a while. So yeah, again, please be patient. There might be some you know, like for instance, here's here's a nice hiccup. Uh, in today's episode, you'll notice that in the video for the episode, um, there's like these blue lines on my face. That's because I was using my camera as a webcam and I have the, those blue lines tell me what's in focus when I'm shooting things. I didn't realize that those would translate over to the video on the episode. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, apo I'm apologizing for that. That's what I'm trying to say. Also, you know, there might be other things like continuity errors, you know, like maybe some things won't match up. I'm gonna try to avoid that um, as much as possible, but it could happen. Like I said, still ironing out the kinks. Um, I'm really stoked. I just got the Novation Summit, which is blowing my mind right now. It's so much fun. Um, I'm just wrapping my head around what it is. It's basically, you know, 16 voice polyphony. You can do all this really cool stuff, you know, like stacking the voices or splitting the keyboard and having two different voices on each side. Um, you know, really, really good onboard effects and modulations, really cool cross modulation stuff. Um, pretty sweet waveform options for your oscillators. Uh, yeah, so you're gonna be hearing a lot about Summit and from Summit in the near and distant future, probably. Speaking of Summit and hearing from it, let's just tune our ears to this little, this little jingly jangly thing that's popping up behind me. I'm working on this track. This will be my holiday track. I'm hoping to make a couple, but I need your holiday music for the Pod Mod Holiday Extravaganza episode. Y'all know how I feel about holiday music. It kind of sucks, but it doesn't have to. And we can be the change that we want to see in the world. And if we all make some cool stuff and you send it into me, and then I collect it all into like this hour to an hour and a half kind of radio show of holiday music, you could tell all your family members like, hey, 
let's listen to this holiday music and they'll be like hey wait a minute you never want to listen to holiday music maybe you're growing up maybe you're changing maybe you're maybe some ghosts visited you in, in the middle of the night and showed you your past and future or something but no you put on the pod mod episode and yeah there's going to be some good stuff but there's going to be some weird stuff too so uh i don't i, I lost the thread of everything that i'm talking about but anyways, yeah, send them over. I like wave files, podmodcast at gmail.com. Please get those into me as soon as you can. Would also like to say thank you to the folks over at Patchworks Seattle. It's my favorite synth shop in all of the land. They have a beautiful showroom. Uh, you can probably pick yourself up a Novation Summit there and a Recovery Mystic and probably half of the stuff that is in my case. Uh, so visit them at patchworks.com. That is P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S.com. While you're there, you can check out their After Later audio uh, section. That's right. I would also like to thank After Later Audio for their continued support of Podular Modcast. Some new modules just released from After Later last week, including one that's going to show up in today's demo, and that is the Razor, which is a one-to-one blades. What else is showing up in today's demo? Some pretty cool stuff. Um, Board Brain, they just sent me the Injector, which is a very cool module. It is like an envelope follower gate. Oh, hold on, let me just start over. Basically, you've got a quarter inch in for your line level instruments that you can extract uh, gates and envelopes off of, and then you can pass straight through so you can keep your line level or you can bring it up to Euro levels. It also has in this like built-in um, distortion with a bunch of different uh, parameters on it, which actually sounds pretty dang good. So uh, we're gonna check that out. What else do we got here? Oh, thank you to Forum Mess. Just today they showed up. I've got the uh, the new shuffling clock multiplier and the shaped dual envelope VCA. So basically I'm using all of these modules that I've just mentioned, along with the Nautilus and uh, Aurora from Cubit so that's my delay and my reverb. Um, I'm, I basically made a dual wah-wah pedal out of the, the razor or the one-to-one blades. Um, so like a low pass and a high pass. And I think it turned out really, really cool. So why don't we, uh, why don't we check out a little guitar lick on that? And then, uh, yeah, maybe we'll get into the show. How does that sound? Is this camera thing working? Is it better? Is the show better now? Thanks for coming back to Podular Modcast.
one. And we're live with Greg Markle for Recovery Effects. Um, oh, I should have told you this before we started recording, but um, I might have to get up in a minute or to go to the at bathroom? some point to go to the bathroom. No, um, potty, potty, potty. My uh, my Novation Summit is being delivered today, and I have to sign for it. Oh, nice. So yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, so I've got the windows open, and I'll be keeping an eye out for that. So I might have to jump up really quick and uh, and go grab that, but. You know, hopefully it shows up afterwards. So, yeah, um, well, no, hopefully it shows up. Hopefully it shows up while we're doing this podcast, so you can go down and grab it and plug it in. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, then we could do a little jam. Um, we can do a little jam. So, uh, what you been up to? How you been? I haven't talked. Well, we we text regularly, but I haven't like talked to you in a while. Probably. I've been velocity. getting ready for this big old uh, Mystic launch on the first, and mm-hmm. we've been building and uh doing demos and stuff like that and i had a birthday last week so that was pretty fun happy and, birthday uh, had some got uh, my mystic right here nice yeah that looks cool that looks cool super on, fun uh, dude um and what else i'm it's, uh gearing up for a trip to nebraska next week um, going to, to see mom, mom to help her move oh okay so, yeah it's gonna be It'd be a little stressful, but should hopefully, hopefully it'll be some fun times too. And is uh, brother Nick going? Um, I just decided this was a kind of a last minute deal, so okay, it would, yeah, it's just me going. Right on. Oh, Z's but, not um, going either. Yeah, just just me, just to kind of just to be some just the muscle, the muscle. Yeah, hell yeah, be a good son. Bring them, bring that fucking that flex that you just roll with all the time. Yeah, and help her drive across the. She's moving to the other other end of the state, so from okay. the, like Omaha area to like Scotts Bluff area. Okay, is this time of year? Is it like what's the snow situation around there? Uh, is there a possibility that you'll have snow? It's, it's okay right now, but I mean, hopefully not. Hopefully it'll be okay. okay. And mm. uh, but it's you know it's December, so yeah, be ready for anything. Yeah. We 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 didn't even get fall this year. It no, weird. it was uh, just like straight into winter. Super, super nice up here in the Seattle area. We had we had lots of sun, which is not very, yeah. It's becoming more and more of a of a regularity. I feel like like since I've moved here, I feel like Seattle and the just like the the general like Northwest Puget Sound area has been you know, hot summers. And like, even up until today, the last few weeks have been like crisp, cold, but sunny blue sky days. Yeah. It's well, just crazy. hot summers, but dude, last year was, that was brutal with the, yeah. um, the winter was so, was so dreary. And I, I think we broke a record in the Northwest mm-hmm. for, for rain. Yeah, yeah I think was, so. And, and for I mean, heat. I'm usually okay with the rain up here. It's okay with me. Kind yeah. of they get, they get the drizzly stuff. It keeps things clean and mm-hmm. green and stuff. But I think last year was the first time where it really started getting to me. Yeah. Well, I mean that capping off the fucking two years of just insanity of the pandemic and everything too. Yeah. You know, that was great. I want to <clears throat> get back to that. Hell yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> so, so I want to let's let's uh, let's fucking rap about the Mystic for a minute. I fucking love this thing. Um, it's super fun. Uh, like what 
what was the inception? I feel like you've maybe been talking about doing this for a while, or I know that you have told me, me and you have talked quite a bit about your desire to do some sort of like desktop semi-module or something or other for probably since pre-pandemic. Um, yeah. Is, well, is that kind of just what, kind of like, yeah, just kind of, uh, wanting to to do an fm synth that had the you know the the feature cvable i thought was would be really cool mm-hmm. um and uh i didn't i felt like there really wasn't a desktop synth that that did that um so that's kind of that's the way it kind of started and uh yeah i've been working on it for for a while there's a few things in the in the in in the works and uh but that's the one that kind of got together the quickest and and uh has been together for a while so yeah um okay so all the all the controls are um cvable um uh except for the delay uh portion of it but the um the delay time is is cvable though Right. It's just, you can't do the, uh, feedback and the mix, right? That's, those are the only two knobs on it that aren't CVable, but everything else. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Um, and then the volume, um, and the volume, of course, does the volume, is the volume like at, t- at, at top, um, top volume? Is that, uh, is that still like line level? It's a line level. Okay. It doesn't, <clears throat> it doesn't work with your rec levels, although, you know, it accepts, you know, voltage, um, mm-hmm uh cv voltage it's uh you know if you need if you want to use it with your your rack system uh you need you know level converter i use the strymon yeah St- i just strymon got guy. this what is it like the a1 or whatever AA1. yeah i've seen that one i just got this uh exchanger from board brain have you seen that oh i've seen it's, it yeah it's I, pretty I, cool because it goes yeah, both it ways it's cool. got it's got six ins and outs so you can do stereo you can do um two stereo um, or four mono uh, to like pedals, and then like you could do one stereo or two mono from line level into euro level. So that's actually I just um, on the episode that I released today with Dan Green from 4MS, uh, I actually did like a jam with uh, the Mystic and like a bunch of other cool stuff that I've got recently, and I used the Exchanger to get it in there. And yeah, it's just nice to like especially with like how compact this is, you know, the mystic, it's just really, it's just really easy to throw into the mix, which I really like. Um, yeah, I've been really, <clears throat> and speaking as far as inspiration goes, I've just been really into desktop sense, my guitar, um, interfacing my guitar with my pedals and, um, yeah. So there's been a lot of a mixture going on of modular, um, desktop stuff and, and, uh, guitar. Um, and I just, I think that, you know, it's just really, I don't know. I feel really inspired to do, uh, do stuff out of the Eurorack, um, format. Mm-hmm. So it just, um, allows for a little, I think it's allows for a little bit more creativity, I think. Yeah. You know, it's, I went over to my, my friend Steven and Jenny's house, uh, this weekend and I usually bring like a, my modular synth over there. Um, cause Steven has his piano and, you know, we, sometimes we do little jams, but, um, I actually just bought, I just brought the, the mystic, the strega, my Soma enter, and then, um, uh, the beat step pro. 
And then after like I packed that up and brought it over there and was like messing with it, all of those things together, like actually I didn't even use the Enter. I was just using like Mystic and Strega and the uh, Beat Step. I was just like, oh my God, this is like such an easy little setup that is super powerful um, that you can kind of sit down and you can use some patch chords, but you don't need a whole... It was just like a nice refresher to be like, oh yeah, you don't have to like spend an hour and a half like plugging things in <laughs> like to get to making music. And it was like, maybe the next time I play a show, I'm going to like just bring this little tiny kit because you could go pretty far yeah. with it. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good idea to do. Um, I was just thinking doing a, a demo with the, the Keystep Pro or B-Step Pro. That's, mm -hmm. uh, I should do that. Yeah, I mean, it, it works. Uh, like Mystic and Strega are just like super fun together. Um, I've been just, really having yeah. fun with uh, uh, MPC uh, sending voltage out of that into the Mystic. It's super fun. Yeah. Nice. Um, oh, I bet that's great for this. Yeah. Because like, could you like live sample into it or while you're doing that or? Uh, you could. Um, usually the way I use the MPC is um, I use it, you know, primarily as a drum machine. Mm -hmm. um of course and and uh and i do i i i use the plugins quite a quite a bit on there um but i also just i i uh create midi tracks and cv tracks and send them out to real sense and okay. um so and then at that point i'm kind of creating composing that way i'll usually compose for a, you know a couple nights on something new and then uh dump those tracks into a looper or straight into live. Okay. Um, okay. I never usually resample into uh, the MPC one, although you can. Um, but at the, I find it's just kind of quicker to use it as a sketch pad for CV and MIDI and stuff. Okay. And um, oh, yeah, and and yeah, with the ability to use uh, with you know, chords and progressions and stuff that the MPC has, it's it's really. That's really useful too. Dude, I don't necessarily need to. Yeah, you're talking about the one, it, right? Live, live or one, yeah. Yeah, so I I got that after talking with you about it, and then you know I used it a little bit, and all the features and the interface and everything. I was like, this is amazing, but it just sat, and I just didn't find myself really. It's not that I didn't so much click with it. I just never used it, so I ended up selling it, and. Um, yeah, so I actually I'm I'm just, cut out there. What 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 would you say? I got it's the MPC. So much... Yeah, I did. Yeah. I got the MPC after talking with you about it and seeing how much you were doing with it, and uh, it just sat in the box. Like I really liked the interface and everything, but uh, it's not that I didn't gel with it. It's just I don't know. It was, I've I. It's hard for me to use like stuff that's not Euro with my Euro stuff. I don't know why that is, but just recently, like after getting the the Mystic. Um, and I'm borrowing this BeatStep Pro. I'm hoping the person I borrowed it from will let me like trade or, or buy it from them. But they're pretty cheap, so if not, I can just get one. Um, but you know, after like I've, I've been also trying to write a lot with guitar. Like I wrote this this really cool track, like this really cool song with guitar. Probably the first thing I've written on guitar since I've gotten into modular. You know, like I've like that I started with and wrote completely on guitar. And I'm trying to make just like simple drum beats on my modular and I don't have like a dedicated sequencer. I just have like, you know, like uh, uh, the pachinko, which is a marbles and the item, which you can create really cool beats with, but I can't like 
make the exact beat that I want. And I was like, I'm just going to try the BeatStep Pro. And within like minutes, I was like, oh, I was spitting like an hour and a half the other night trying to get a beat, but this literally took me two minutes to to do this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I need I need this. I need the BeatStep Pro. Um, and I'm actually starting to think like, after my live set that I played in Portland that I think I really fucked up because I had, I had 12 view, let's see, nine, 10, 11. Uh, well, anyway, I had like two, two different cases that were like communicating with each other with those, that dope fur thing with the cat six cable. And I had so much stuff molted out that I had one little thing unplugged my, like a trigger for my hi-hat voice. And it was just like created chaos and it took me a few minutes to get it. And this is like mid set. So I had to like, it was glitching out and it didn't sound good glitch. So I had to like figure it out. And I'm just like, fuck man. Like I was really hoping to play a really cool set. And now I'm starting to think like, if I just got like one of those little 4MS pods with my main, like, you know, Morphogene STS and, you know, whatever, you know, flavor of the day. And then something like the BeatStep Pro Mystic strega you know it's like it'd be so much easier to keep track of it so like if something did go wrong it'd be easier to track down and just less time spent making the patch and more more time practicing it before i played live i don't know that was a huge rant i don't really know where i was going with that but no um i know how it's the the it seems like the less stuff you have, the more able you you are to control it. And um, there's, yeah, I mean that goes all over in the in in the music world for me. The the less instruments I have, in in my possession, the more I I concentrate on the the things that I need to be playing to get you know to be proficient and good. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I just go through. I mean, as a gear as a gear maker um, and as a gear lover, I just, I'm constantly like bringing stuff into the mix. So I love it, you know, Mm -hmm. and testing it out and trying it. But I always tend to go back to the most like simplest setup and my Euro rack setup is, is, isn't anything like extravagant. It's, you know, 100, 104 HP um, has all my necessities in there. I don't think I've changed anything. Yeah. yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. You've kind of maintained that like relatively small case. Yeah, throughout. the only thing I think I've changed is I put the the you know the new cutting room floor in there, and that was like a year ago. <clears throat> um, and I have a little case that um, I just I pull stuff in and out of to test and mm-hmm. and but um, you know for uh for not for my own modules, but to test other people's you know try things out and stuff like mm-hmm. that and see what makes the cut and um i just love checking out other people's modules you know so um there i just remember a day where i was just so when i first got into your rack and you were the same way too we just had i just like i gotta have the biggest case i possibly can Mm -hmm, because i gotta fit mm -hmm. all this stuff in here because i'm i'm just you know i was basically basically just collecting stuff and um figuring out what i wanted and needed for my own Mm -hmm. setup once I figured it out, it was just like, okay, well, I need the smallest case possible. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've been trying really hard to make um, my seven U make noise case like just have that and use that as my like live setup and everything. And um, it's perfect size for you know going and doing like the remote performances that I do out in the woods and stuff. But I've yet to yeah. be able to like really create a set on it um, 
that I could feel like I could play for like a half an hour and really like rock. But now I'm just like, yeah, because I need like, I need something really easy, like the beat step pro to like make my sequences and then make programs that I can switch in between. Because once I get it all like patched up and if I'm using Pachinko and item, then like you can switch in between stuff there, but with not with as much like, um, specificity and, and intent intention, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, it's interesting I, I, that you, yeah. that you'd gravitated towards the beat step pro because b- between the, um, I got the key step pro kind of thinking I would do the same thing that I wanted to do with the, uh, the MPC. And I ended up kind of like the MPC was my solution to it. Mm-hmm. And, and my, my, uh, key step i don't really ever use that much as a matter of fact i just bought a case for it so i could sit it in the closet i was like <laughs> i don't think i want i don't think i need to <clears throat> get rid of this because i think it could be really useful, especially because of the key feature on it like, mm-hmm. i need i need to yeah it's got to be useful that's yeah it's gonna be a, yeah. a point where i need a controller and and it's not like it's a, such it. a high dollar item that like you could you know it's like it's I exactly. think it's, it's worth keeping it's around for that things. moment. It's just like yeah. You just got to keep keep around. Yeah, totally. And th- th- I have a lot of stuff like that that I used to get rid of. And now like when I'm like maybe thinking about texting you and being like, what's on the chopping block? You know, when I'm looking at what I'm, I'm down to trade, that kind of utility stuff tends to like not make the cut anymore because it's like I've yeah, gotten rid of stuff up, like this before. I'm just going to hold on to that, you know? You're just going to end up buying it again. But yeah, um, oh, dude, I've bought... I just bought another Bastol ABC mixer. I've had two of them now. Because it's Dude, just that's the, a, that's a, it's awesome. Anytime you buy something twice, once you don't need it again, just put it in the closet. Yeah. And you know, after a while, it'll become vintage. It'll be worth some money. But yeah. um, your dude, if if he ever uh, if he needs his um, beat step back some sometime, uh, I have the key step in the closet. So, well, can you, can, you do uh, like take that the, spin. as much beat? like beat stuff with the it's, key a, it's exactly the same except it has a key um oh and oh okay so you can just like write in as well okay and it's got okay yeah. all right yeah i'll let you know um there's something else i want like along these lines that i wanted to oh yeah i'm just kind of curious like i because i like y- you and i i think that's one of the things that we bonded on well actually like why why kind of why be, we became friends because i i got so into your pedals back like a long time ago but you know we always talk about gear and shit so like what like what's what's the new what's the latest or newest thing that's got you the most excited that you've played with well this isn't modular but i have it sitting here to, to show pod mod viewers in the world <laughs> oh dude i can't believe you got a strat you're changed you've changed I- so much you also Man, got a I'm, Les Paul. I'm growing up. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. Somebody commented that I'm basically getting old and just needed <laughs> a guitar that was comfortable. <laughs> I've never been a, a Strat kind of person. I've never owned one in my life, but I really like. Um, I have come to the realization. I don't know. Can I talk? Can I? Is it cool if I talk guitars on PodMod? I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I got um, three of them sitting behind me in in, in the oh, yeah. fucking shot right there. So. So I never thought I was um, a strap person, but 
I've realized over the years that I am a 25.5 inch neck guy, um, telecasters, jazz masters, that kind of thing. And, um, and I, I love my, my telecaster and I was playing a strat a while back and I thought it was really cool. It has the, um, the feel and the intonation that a 25.5 neck has. Um, and so I went to go see Corey Wong a couple weeks ago and at the Moore, and uh-huh. he has his own uh, Stratocaster. I'm like, man, he makes a Stratocaster look cool. And yeah. I, they sound cool. And so I was just, I happened to, I was in um, Emerald City Guitars and I saw it and I fell in love and the rest it's is beautiful. History. It's beautiful. I really like that. Like, it's like got that, like, matte net like wood finish right that even has like like yeah like, it's weird the the finish is really weird on it um which i th- i thought was acceptable for the, the, i guess the thing about strats is that they're they're just not very unique looking yeah i don't um, like the way they look i bought that's why i've never had one but um yeah dean ween and uh steven malkmus both play them and i'm like well those are two of my favorite guitarists so i know and you know like Jimi hendrix played a strat and he made it look cool somehow i mean yeah I'm but he was like so. one of the most iconic fucking <laughs> like one of the coolest like he's just one of the coolest looking people the strat was I just part was, of it you know you have to start it on fire i guess yeah yeah right cool. you need to get a headband <laughs> and a headband mm-hmm. but yeah so there's that and um and then i i got a, a bukla did you this, uh, yeah what well like a just like recently. a easel an easel actually really? plugged in here check it out i have a patch going on can you i can't hear it oh ooh. let me let me know if it gets too loud so far so good dude when did you get an easel running through that that through any effects that's the uh, online reverberation that's 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 in the booklet itself okay so yeah i mean i'm no i'm no kyle swisher yet but, <laughs> but pretty soon i'm going to be rocking this thing like lisa belladonna hell yeah that's going to take a few years but yeah Maybe uh, in a surge? couple of weeks I'll learn a new, a new, some new patches. Yeah, um, I have, I have the surge, and I'm actually, dude, I'm, I'm building another, another one, but it's just been, it's been slow, um, slow moving. I have, you know, I always used to be, I, I was always like building something on the side, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be like a preamp or, or whatever. But I, I have, I, right now I'm building a, a guitar. And, um, oh. I just, it's, it's just been really slow moving because, uh, I, I'm just building so much of my own stuff and we're constantly getting PCBs in to verify. And, um, that's what I, I mean, all of my bet, my building time is, is basically spent with my own stuff right now. 
but um, hopefully sometime soon this next year, get that guitar finished and um, and uh, I want to finish that Bukla and yeah, or I'm sorry, the Surge and I want to do all sorts of stuff. There's a list of things, dude. Yeah. Oh, and, dude, and there's just not always, enough time. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like I really want to make an album right now. Um, but between like the podcast and my jobs and, uh, yeah, now, now doing the video for the podcast, like that's just a whole, you know, extra, you know, huge chunk of work to do. And yeah, just, oh, yeah, never have the time to like, you know, it's like, Hannah's I like, picked are up you your record, done by the way, yet? the latest one. It was, it's really cool. Um, oh, Kitty Safari? Yeah, I figured you didn't. Yeah, the Kitty Safari is really cool. I, I, I suppose you didn't get a notification like you would on your own because um, it was put out by somebody else rather than. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's on Mystery Circles. Um, yeah. Got them on cassette. I don't, I think there are some left, but yeah, we tracked that. Um, we tracked that probably over a year ago um and then we tracked it all in one day other than like i uh, i wrote bass parts and actually had david lutz play a few of them because he's really good at bass and uh and then i added a lot of like hand auxiliary percussion with like brushes and even the i don't know if do you ever see my green chopsticks like i use them all the time like for percussive stuff i've used them they're like plastic, hard plastic green chopsticks. Um, no. So I'm so other than like those things, uh, everything was tracked at Steven's house in one night, and then I spent a few months like, you know, mixing and and putting it all together and trying to make it make a little more sense. But yeah, super. It was, I'm super proud of that record. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds really cool. I love yeah. the. Uh, I love I love the uh, collaborations you do with him. Yeah, the, Steven's uh, a great organic, pianist. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it adds I I mean I I generally that's my favorite kind of stuff is mixing electronic with um real instruments, guitar mm -hmm. with a guitar, piano. Yeah. Drums, I've actually been thinking about you a lot in the context of this new record that I want to make because like I plan on writing everything either on piano or um or on guitar. And, uh, and I want there to be some pr pretty fucking sick, uh, guitar solos on it. And you're, 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 you're the guy that I want to go to. Cause you can fucking shred. You like, I was like, well, I can't I'll, wait to write solos. Down. And I'm like, solos why would I all over your record? Yeah. I was like, why would I do that when, uh, you know, Craig's one of my best buds and he's a fucking slayer. So yeah. Send it, send it over, send it over my way. Yeah, I gotta track it first. But um, did you did I tell you about the Unicorda? Oh, um, yeah, I've heard I've heard you play it on a couple episodes, and, mm -hmm. and Annie actually is the last one, um, or I guess it was a, a couple episodes ago now. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so uh, and you were saying that Stephen built it. Well, so yeah, he didn't build it. So Stephen has wanted to make one. Um, for a really long time. You, do you know the concept of them? It's just like it's one string It's basically a piano key. with one string per Yeah, key. exactly. So he's been kind of keeping his eye out for uh, like an upright that somebody was going to give away for free, but, but that was small, you know? Like I think this, what is it, 64? This might be a 64 key or something. It's not very big. Oh, that's super, that's super small. 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, because I mean, like a small, small roads is like 72, 73. It's 64 or 72, yeah. but I, I think it might be 64. I'll have to count it one, one time. But during the pandemic, he like, he hit me up. He's like, hey, there's these people down in one of like the, the town south of Tacoma that's like, like super rural. I don't remember. Um, but he's like, they're giving away this this upright and it's perfect. We can make an unicorda out of it. So we went down there during the pandemic, like, like still shit was still like kind of closed down. And when we got there, like the dude opened the door or the lady opened the door and she's like, Oh, Hey, just so you know, like my husband and my whole family have COVID. (laughs) You should have, you could have let us know that before we made like the 35 minute drive down here, but we're like, all right, let's just turn, let's put masks on and just get in and get out. And that's like, we were there for like five minutes, loaded this thing up. And then it just sat in Steven's garage for probably like five or six months. Um, maybe longer. Yeah. Cause he, I mean, he just brought it over like, right. Basically around the time that velocity was, but, um, yeah, it was going to be like a, a project that I, that I was going to help him with, although I don't know how to do anything, but he's like a piano technician he owns his own business for it. And, you know, we kept going back and forth, like, Hey, let's find time to, to get together and work on the Unicorda. And then one day he just texted me. He's like, it's done. So if let's just, Let's just bring it over to your house. So he tuned it when wow. he brought it here, but now it's been sitting for a few months um, with the weather ch- changing and like acclimating to the room. So he needs to tune it again. The The lower register is a little, um, a little out, but man, playing it with the damper pedal and playing it super quiet, it just sounds so, so nice. Yeah. I imagine it's probably a little easier to tune than a regular, because you only have one string per yeah but still i mean there's an art to piano tuning it's uh definitely it's a it's a i mean you you just don't you know put your tuner up to it and mm-hmm. i mean I, I guess you can if you had their software for it and stuff but it's uh well i was surprised you know, for his business and... yeah for his business I, I you know i was excited for him to come over because i wanted to see like how he does this because he he tunes for so many people around here and he has like contracts with like a couple schools. So he's like tuning, like, you know, he's, he's like, he's the real deal. Um, and I was really, really surprised to see that it's, it's a, what do they call it? Is it a strobe or spectral? Like the super accurate ones. Is it strobe? Oh, strobe. Yeah. He, it's just a strobe app on his fucking phone. I was like, you use your phone? And he's like, yeah, super accurate. And I was like, that's oh, cool. That's, the, that's uh... really cool. So yeah, the guy that does the tuning for mine, he's a, that's blind Mike. Yeah. And, I was uh, going to say he's blind guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. He does. He, um, he actually uses a tuning fork. There's a guy I was using before that, that had, you know, a software app there. Yeah, so the, the, the challenging thing with them is that you have, they, um, because of the equal tempered tuning situation, you have to kind of offset, um, uh, going up and going down from, middle C. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, Steven is probably using his ears and his, and, uh, and to, to, to adjust for it and getting it. So it yeah. sounds good you know, throughout the keyboard. It's he, he, like, uh, you get him going. He, 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 uh, he's been telling me lately. He's like, cause he's in like a, a, a piano tuners guild like a piano technicians guild and he goes to the meetings and stuff and um he's like i'm so surprised with how many people 
that do this for a living don't actually understand how like music actually works and how like the physics of it actually works. And so he's really, really particular. And I, I forgot like what this whole like area is of that he pays extra attention to. What is it called? Um, fuck. But he, yeah, he's just like, and because he started with, um, he built pipes for pipe organs, like full. Oh, that's the same dude you were telling me about before. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, I, I, yeah. Yeah. So he built like, like not just like the ones that are like part of a fucking structure, you know, he would fly to other states to, to build these. And so he did that for years. Um, so yeah. I bet you um, he could make a rad, a rad wind chime. Yeah, no, he totally, I actually, I've, 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 I'm trying to convince him that me and him need to like come up with some like kind of crazy acoustic instrument that, you know, some sort of mixture and, and just kind of like try to make something crazy. But uh, he has two fucking grand pianos in his house. Do, do some, do some cool wind chimes, man. That'd yeah, I know. I want to make scales like, and like super accurate. That'd be Yeah. Rad. Yeah. I think that would be super fun. Um, well, yeah, he gave me like this, this uh, sheet where it tells you like, um, I, I don't, I don't know if di how much diameter has to do with it, but it's like, it's very specific lengths to diameter ratios for specific notes and stuff. Cause I, I used to get a bunch of extra conduit when I was uh, electrician. I was like, it'd be cool to make like a fucking xylophone out of this or something. But um, yeah. But those, but the, it's not ideal. Uh, totally no. you're saying? Well, no, it's just, uh, I just never found the time, but I, all I would have to do is like cut, cut, you know, if I had quarter inch or, you know, half inch conduit, just like, if I got seven of them or, you know, eight of them or something and then like cut them all to the specific lengths, I could have, you know, my eight notes or whatever. Um, but yeah, just never really got around to taking the time to do it. But um, have you seen, I want to try to make something that's kind of along the lines of those. I, I forgot what it's called, but they're basically like these, these metal, like, like columns they are like square columns with these like rods coming off and people, you rub your fingers on them and it's just like, the, the friction what? of you rubbing your finger on it like makes this crazy like kind of like is it called like a euphonium or something like that i'll I'm send totally you a lost. link i don't know what you're it's fucking about. cool but man we we are really in the weeds right now um yeah totally okay <laughs> the, the, the basic points the important things the mystic buy it go to recoveryeffects.com get that thing what else um, so wait, the pre-order uh, pod, Podular Modcast. Uh, we got, <sighs> we got, uh, we got Kitty Safari. You got to buy it. You got to go to Bandcamp. Buy do it. it. Go to patreoncom forward slash Modcast to help me not have to stress out so much about my financial situation and not have to have three jobs. I'd appreciate totally. that. You got um, You got to give him some money. Go do it. Yeah. <laughs> what else? What else? What other areas do we need to hit here? Um. um well, are do you have any like? Uh, actually I do, I had a specific question about, um, about the mystic and if this is like, if I don't want, like, if you don't want to tip your hand too much on like the design and everything, then we, I can edit this part out. But I did notice that you're, is this, you're using a teensy on here. Um, it's actually an Arduino. Nano. Oh, that's an Arduino. Oh, I see. I can see the blue now that I'm looking at it. Um, so is this something that you could write other firmwares for? And kind of have, yeah, and that is 
um, that that could be a possibility in the in the future for sure. Nice. Yeah, I mean, like, because I've with this form factor, it's got a lot of knobs and shit. Like, um, I imagine you could just like really get crazy with it and just have a bunch of different firmware options. But um, I imagine yeah, that would be also the, uh, time consuming. The delay is, um, well, analog, analog digital delay. So it's not part of that circuit, but um, but the synth is uh, okay. all Arduino base. And yeah, it could could change. There could, there could be some. Um, you know, uh, providing it fits in with the the knob uh, okay. situation that's there, it could turn into it could grow, turn in, you know, improve, turn into other things, whatever. Well, I could see just like even if you didn't do something where you could like switch out firmwares, but with this like form factor, like kind of make like a series of things Dude. that are like this that you could kind of string together. This, you're kind of reading my mind. Um, yeah, so. I would love to do something that's um, hungry. Robot does a pretty good job of doing some modular stuff. That's like oh, those pedals, basically those pedals. Those are cool. And, yeah, I've had a few of those. You know, and Bastel I think does a good job of of uh, just making these really cool desktop things that that interact with each other. Um, and so I have been thinking about that. And this is the first step. There's some things to come. There's some exciting things coming up for 2023. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, hopefully we do some uh, some more some more uh, pod modding to talk hell about. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Um, can you tell me when we're done recording? Yes. Cool. Um, well, so also I think something that that excites me a lot about something like the Mystic um, is as 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 far as like what it does and its its semi modular capabilities, like one of the most affordable options for people like so like if you're wanting to get into euro rack or getting to get into modular like and maybe you have something like a, a one of those mini brutes or whatever those arturias that have the cv outs and stuff like yeah you could start with this and and go a long ways with it um and just like if you had like a little series, then you could get to a point where maybe you buy one of those small 4MS pods and just get the few modules that you really want and and not have to spend $5,000 on a system. Well, I think that's the great thing about any desktop synth is that you can do that. Um, I think that's the great thing about the Strega. Um, and uh, once again, a lot of that Bastel stuff is just mm -hmm. so... Um, it's easy to get into and easy to start being creative um, uh fairly uh cheap mm -hmm. um and i think that i mean for what it is i mean i was kind of um scared about the price on the 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 mystic because it is more expensive than anything else we offer i guess other than the the endless summer deluxe mm -hmm. but um it does do a lot for and it's it's a, a great entry into um modular and synthesis and yeah mm -hmm. Well, and just like its portability, the fact that you can use a nine volt, like you can get all sorts of, you know, little uh, power supplies, you know, battery type things where you can, you know, this yeah. big, you can carry this on a plane and you can fuck around on a plane with a this. nine volt tip negative. So if you have tip received negative. one, yeah. we, uh, we did, uh, based on our conversation, I, uh, it was already in the manual, but, um, and we were printing some cards up for them. So. 
I don't think you got the full retail meal deal with it, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, the uh, it's a tip negative nine volt. Uh, we say about 200, 200 milliamps. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, hit us up on the power supply. We also offer the power supply. That was a weird thing to kind of, um, because we've never really offered power supplies with anything other than like the endless summer deluxe. So Mm -hmm. it's like, what do we, we, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do we do? Do we uh, have a a power supply with it as well? Even because it's just a nine volt, a standard, like, you know, you could power it from your one spot. Mm -hmm. Um, so we decided to just, uh, not keep it, uh, or not include it. That would help keep the cost down. And then if you need one, you can purchase it, uh, purchase it separately. And it's pretty cheap from our side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those, those things like they're, they're a dime a dozen, you can find them anywhere, but yeah, it is good. Make, make sure that you do have the negative. Cause I, I was an idiot. Yeah. They're cheap, I but like if you plug the wrong thing nine. into it, yeah, you could, and it all, there's a, there's a voltage, um, regulator in it. So it's all it's going to do is just pop that if you actually damage it, but you don't want to do that though. And yeah, you know, cause then you have it. to send it back for repair and or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. uh, yeah, but like, so wait, could you, cause I have these like little, um, these little, uh, barrels with, with the, the, um, clips for nine volt batteries. Could I yeah, use, you could could use, use that, that with this, right? Totally. So yeah, just something like that, like super portable. And I'm, I'm really into the, the portable thing. Another reason I, uh, I'm super into the BeatStep Pro is because it, it, the power supply is a USB cable, so I can just use a little battery pack with that. And I've got a, a couple of those. Oh, um, seriously? The, the mm-hmm. uh, I wonder, so the Keystep Pro, I wonder if it's uh, bus powered. I've never tried that. I always just uh, plug the power supply into it. But um, Wait, the, does it the, have the, like a barrel power supply? Yes. Okay, because there's, there's a beat step doesn't. The beat step doesn't. So how do if you don't use USB power for it, if you don't have it plugged into your computer, can you uh, – does it take batteries in? Uh, it, no, there's no place to put batteries in, but, you know, just use like USB into your wall wart for USB or whatever. Um, I haven't yeah. tried it with like one of my portable batteries, but I'm positive it would work because, I mean, I can power my fucking 7U Euro case off of one of my batteries. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I want, like, also, like, I mean, I'm sure it's, like, it cuts down massively on cost to not do an enclosure and just do, like, this kind of, like, stacked PCB. Um, so you have, like, your PCB panel and then, like, the actual PCB in the center and then another panel for your, your bottom. But, like, I just really like the way that looks. I, I, I've always oh, I like the way it looks appreciated too. that. Like, um, so is that just kind That's of, like... really not just a cost thing. It's just... Um, it's just, it looks cool thing. Really. I mean, their closures are, are so, you know, cheap these days that, I mean, in the big scheme of things, I mean, it's probably, I mean, comparable. Yeah. Um, but then you'd be drilling out enclosures. About, <laughs> yeah. Well, we get in enclosures drilled these days, but the, um, Hey, what's up squirrel? <laughs> um, yeah, the, the thing about, I mean, it's no big deal doing the like the PCBs, the middle PCBs. They're just they are what they are. But uh, the um, 
top and bottom ones, and and it's like this for Eurorack panels too. They have to be, you know, appearance quality, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of uh, throwing away. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally, yeah. So it kind of brings the cost up a little bit. So I mean, I probably throw one out for every three. They're just oh really? First thing I do when I get those things, yeah, totally. They're they're real. The, even if you do, uh, I've even tried like bumping up to do uh, appearance appearance grade, um, uh-huh. and all they do is they they just do that for you. <laughs> just throw just... out every third <laughs> one or whatever. But are you still paying for them, or you're paying for that appearance quality? And it's it's I think it's m- much more than what it's worth. I just would just order I a see. bunch and just go through yeah. and just pick them out ourselves. Um, yeah, they're. Yeah, I mean they're not. When you think about it, I mean it makes sense. Like they're, they were never made to be, to be doing what they're doing. They're, right. Like people are doing crazy shit with PCBs now. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's just like turning it into this like art form, of mm-hmm. uh, you know, doing panels and and uh, like doing stuff with the Mystic, doing stuff like Bast- Bastel does. Um, I mean we use PCBs for our our the panels on our pedals. Um. And I've just been having fun kind of taking, taking that to a new level as well, you know, with holes drilled in the enclosures, letting light shine through for different functions and stuff, mm-hmm. I think is really neat. And um, yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that aspect of the mystic. And then also like the new, the new um, versions of cutting room floor and bad comrade and, you know, having the lights and stuff is it's, I don't know. It's just like a cool, and I like how they're kind of faint the way you do them. They're not like super bright. So it's just like, I don't know. I think it's a little classier that way. Um, but so because you guys have one foot in the guitar pedal realm and then, you know, now I've been doing modules for fuck what, like probably like five years now. Um, yeah. And you've been doing pedals for, it's gotta be getting close to 15 or more. Right. Uh, yeah. Tw- I mean, I think super seriously for about 12 years, Okay, yeah, about 2009, 10. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I guess where I'm going with this is like, because you guys have like, you have your, your following or, you know, people, people in the guitar pedal, you know, world who are into boutique pedals, they know about you. Like, do you feel like some having something like mystic that is semi-modular takes nine volt like have you noticed like any attention from that side of like the musician world taking interest i feel like our our base is uh creative musicians that are mostly using pedals um there's there's uh you know Eurorack users as well now that that whole base is growing quite a bit but Mm -hmm. um you know i don't i don't really think of us as like the uh you know, the pedal company that is like, uh, I mean, I love Strymon stuff. I have a ton of Strymon stuff, but like your typical, like, uh, you know, um, you know, fancy EQ kind of, uh, or, uh, boutique overdrive, uh, pedal mm-hmm. company where I usually, the, the things that we do that sell well are things that really nobody else is doing. I mean, we, we have an overdrive, we have the electric, it's probably one of our least selling pedals. The stuff that moves well for us are things like the cutting room floor, bad comrade, um, weird, creative 
things. That's and, what um, that's what so drew me to you guys. You know, that like is something that is, you know, why the the mystic. I'm really excited about it. It seems like there's those that same type of person is uh, has been excited about the mystic and and um, hopefully we with uh, the pre-sale has been really good and I hope we sell a bunch of them and I hope I hope we are able to do more stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see like a little like trio of these like you know this like this is this be a voice maybe some little like drum machine or and then maybe like something with like a couple dedicated effects or something i don't know but it yeah be really cool i think um, you're you're speaking we're speaking the same language here yeah be, yeah well uh yeah my my can my consultation fees are pretty low and since we're friends you know i can give you a discount um oh so the pre-order i noticed that um you said the pre-order uh, ends. Was it today, the twenty second? I was. I, th I think it ended yesterday, um, and it it went really well. So it's a it's a normal price right now. Um, so we're we're uh, just gearing up to get the um, the pre orders out right now. And, okay, so, uh, so the pre order was a, a discounted price, but you, it's not like they're not going to be on sale again until the first. Like they're they're continuing to be available to buy. It's just you missed out on the discount if you didn't get the pre order. Yeah, and um, in addition, we're uh, now a couple weeks behind. We're looking to start shipping everything out um, this week and next week. So um, you know, probably after that, we'll be caught up. And there are stores that will have them. Patchworks already has them. Um, oh, cool. I don't think they're for sale yet. So, um, <clears throat> at the, at the, you know, regular street price, um, there's, what's really cool is that there's some, you know, some, uh, guitar stores that picked them up. Um, so yeah, like relic in New Jersey has them perfect, perfect circuit. will have them. Um, and if you're in Europe, uh, um, uh, Break the machine. We'll have it. Okay, cool. And, um, I, th I know I'm missing somebody. Well, I was just um, thinking. I mean, other than it being like, we'll have them too. Okay, other than like, well, actually, it's it's pretty sturdy. But I was thinking like, you could even put this on your pedal board, and like run it in your chain, and then use the 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 push button switch with your foot to like inject it into your guitar playing if you wanted or something like that. Dude, you could totally do that when you're thinking about like. You know, the Zoya is basically like a, a mini synthesizer that you can do that with. You mm -hmm. um, you see people doing that, but why don't you see people with a with an organelle on their pedal board? Because you can do the same thing, you know? Dude, um, yeah. Actually, the organelle is a huge, huge uh, piece of the, uh, the Kitty Safari puzzle. Because, um, like, the whole plan was to try to record Steven's piano improvis improvisations through as many different like crazy effects and everything so like i had i had my um my euro rack set up obviously to get it through morphogene and cutting room floor and all that kind of thing but then i also like used the 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 organelle because it has that built-in speaker and microphone on it yeah, so yeah. i just used its built i just put it under his piano um and ran it through whatever that granular thing is and then i would just like rant like so as steven's playing i'm going between all these different devices and like just kind of like turning knobs and adjusting settings to like dial them in and i had some field recorders in other rooms and shit but yeah the organelle is fucking awesome i love that thing yeah 
God, I was thinking about, I've, I've been trying to think of some small things I can bring with me on my trip next week. Um, obviously the OP one uh-huh. goes with me everywhere, even to bed usually. <laughs> and, um, but, uh, yeah, the organelle might be a good one to try. Do to you still have that. yours? The, um, the organelle? Yeah. Yes. You've got the smaller one without the speaker, right? I have the one with the speaker. Oh, um, God. I had, I had the, I don't, I don't know what they're called, like the first version organelle mm-hmm. um, with no MIDI and no speaker. Yeah. Um, I think it's just called the organelle. And then I think the next one was called the organelle M. Okay. And okay. so I got the organelle M and I had both of them because I thought I would, I thought it would be useful for, because I've been messing around with uh, creating uh, my own patches. Mm-hmm. So I had it hooked up to my computer where my Raspberry and all my kind of microcontroller stuff is. And, um, so I thought having just holding on to it would be cool and useful, but I, it would never was, it just sat in a, in a drawer. So I, yeah. I gave it to my brother. So oh, my brother is writing like, stone cold hits with it. Okay. I was going to say, I, I think that would be, I think I would love to see what Nick came up with, with an organo. Dude, I haven't talked totally. to him in so long. I feel like I haven't seen Nick. I probably haven't physically been in the same space as him since a downtown show pre pandemic. And I've maybe texted with him like twice. I miss that guy. Yeah, I know. I do too. I haven't seen him around for a while. Um, myself, I uh, he he uh, he was living in my neck of the woods. That's but what he I moved thought. again. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's back dude, down he's south. Bailey. Yeah. Oh no south. shit. Okay. I haven't yeah. talked to Bailey in a while. So either. Bailey's in town, and I want to um, hang out with Bailey. I need to hang out with both of them. So. We should, Dude, if you get you something know, going, let down, me know. I was going to say, like, being that they're down uh, down south, we should do something where we meet up around their vicinity. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you come up, I go down. Yeah, it's like a it's like a like a party. A party, you know? In, yeah, in Georgetown. You know, Fuck yeah, help. dude! I love it. Um, yeah, let's. This is this is probably the best, most fascinating part for the audience. Greg and I making plans. Um, I was just thinking about this. This sucks so bad. He needs to cut this out. (laughs) Um, There was one more thing I wanted to ask you because we're, we're, we're closing in on an hour. So we got to enter, we got to enter the bonus Patreon section of the show, which is that's what fun really is going to happen. But uh, I guess, what do you want to scream from? Yeah. Is there any, what do you want to scream from the modular mountaintops? Yeah, before maybe we go into, to uh, overdrive mode. Uh, I would like to mention I uh, create music under the name The Animals at Night. Um, I do have Made a new the release song coming out this next show. month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> that is so cool. I love it every time that I hear that. It's like, wow, he's still using that. That's rad. Fuck yeah, dude. And, That's uh, the theme song. It's never changing. Um, so, yeah, new new release will be out on Bandcamp this next month. And um, the uh, the mystic is out and about and um, please please check it out. It's recoveryeffects.com and um, God, what else? I think those are the those are the main main things. Yeah, um, I want to just tag your animals at night thing by saying like, um, you you're you're pretty prolific. I'd say what probably average two two EPs a year from animals at night. Four um, EPs a year is what I'm. What I'm. My goal has been over the last two years, and if this next EP comes out in December, that will be the goal. Next, okay, sweet. Four EPs a year. Yeah, you're. But super I've been trying to do. They're all different too. I've been trying too. to That's... do. Um, 
Yeah, like uh, I have the habit of, of of working on stuff, and then like, well, it doesn't it doesn't fit into this lane of this album that I'm working on, and I I just let it go by the the wayside. Uh-huh. A couple of years ago, I decided to stop doing that and and finish everything, um, put them into groups, release groups, release like groups on uh-huh. uh, Bandcamp uh, into EPs. Um, and you know, just just keep working on the dream record. And so, this next year, I think I have. So, what I'd like to do is 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 uh, take the EPs, pick the best material, um, and uh, there'll be unreleased material as as well on there, and okay. um, kind of uh, boil it down into the ideal full length. Okay, that sounds cool. Yeah, that will come out on you know vinyl, Spotify, all that kind of stuff, and so. But yeah, I mean that's been the goal the whole time along. But as you know, while I'm doing that, I realized you know what that one EP that I thought was like throwaway material, that's like kind of my favorite one. I should do more stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I might do like a whole another year of like EPs and just messing around. It's been like there's been uh, it's been really fun. Uh, pretty much since the pandemic it just gave gave me a whole new life on music i i uh you know it's always it's it's been growing growingly more uh busy with recovery effects and at some point i decided that the, the pandemic would be a great time to do this is yeah is, uh, just stop recording with other people um and so i mean what that did in effect was make my studio fun again and <laughs> it's just turned it into my Dude, you place need to make a make your studio fun again make your studio fun again (laughs) it's it's been pretty amazing and and i feel like i just i in a lot of ways i feel like i'm kind of like i did when i was a teenager with my my four track that's awesome dude i'm that's that i'm pumped to hear that like uh and you know i it's as you get older and you get more steeped in gear and like you know how it goes like because you're you know, because you're a, because you're a maker, you, you pal up with other makers and you do trades and stuff. So like, um, and I, you know, people send me stuff. I'm like, I'm very fortunate that, you know, people like you, like, like you give me stuff all the time. And I'm just so, so grateful for that. Um, so like once you get to that point, there's definitely that like enthusiasm kind of, it doesn't like, it's not like you get bored, but it's not quite as like novel. Um, but I love it when like you do find, that that one thing that's kind of like oh this is making me excited like i used to get you know i love that and the mystic has got like when i first played this at velocity i was like dude i was i was like i thought about it for a few like for a few days after that like just like oh i cannot wait for that thing to come out i i love it seriously it was hard to judge at, at at velocity i was like i was really excited to bring it down there and then i just i don't know i think i'm so overwhelmed i can't I get, I get easily overwhelmed in situations like that, and I couldn't really tell what people were thinking about it too much. Yeah, um, I'm not sure I, that I that's left the kind best of thinking that man. I don't. That sucks. It's a. It's a. I mean, I love that they do that. I, I love that they do velocity and stuff. But I, um, I just I want to go walk around and yeah, see see other things. I you know and enjoy stuff, and I I feel like I'm not the best person to talk about my stuff um i feel a little you know 
like I'm I'm not really uh, yeah giving giving it giving it the best when I'm in those situations. Um, well, I mean, I think that's that's you know whatever truth there could be to that. I think it is amplified tenfold in your own perception of how you see yourself there. I think, I mean. It's, it's, you know, different from me because I, I know you and I know your products and stuff. But like when I tried this, I was, you actually like asked me like, Hey, can you just like stay by the booth for a minute? I've, you went, I think you're maybe helping Zara get more stuff or something. So I was like sitting there for a few minutes, just like playing it. And it was before like the event really got in full swing. And like, I don't know, I was just like, this is cool. And I love that fucking video that Zara made of her sitting down with it for the first time and talking about oh, how yeah, intimidated yeah. she was with modular and like just seeing her expression light up when she was like, like she was genuinely having like a really good time with it. And I was like, we're getting close cool to video. getting Zara into Eurorack. I don't think she'll <laughs> ever take the full leap, but <laughs> I've been, I've been trying, I've been trying, but yeah, yeah. It's funny what you remember about something. I've, I've had a lot of people say, yeah, I remember that, you know, trying it out at, at, at velocity and it's really cool. I was like, wow, really? Mm -hmm. I remember, it's such a like, whirlwind, I, I, like when you're there. And especially yeah, for the if, weirdest things I remember. Yeah. I remember like this dude that was like uh, that came to check out our uh, uh, our booth, but was he got into the mixer, like mm -hmm. the the Allen and Heath mixer, and he was like, I just I realized, dude, he has. I think he might be trying. He's interested in buying a mixer, and he's checking out our mixer. <laughs> and I was like, he's not even checking out our. And I was just like, okay, whatever. And uh, so I remember that, and I remember, I remember being really hungry, and I had like a bag of nuts, and I was just like, I'm gonna fucking eat a handful of nuts. I was like, <laughs> and somebody came over to talk to me, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Spitting oh, cashews man. all over him. Those are well, the two things I remember. Oh, and I remember doing a shot with uh, um, you and Lisa Belladonna. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That was a highlight of my night for sure. Yeah. Well, I fun. hate whiskey, but she was like, you're taking a shot of whiskey. And I was like, yeah, well, if Lisa Belladonna is telling me I'm going to take a shot of whiskey, I'm going to take a shot of whiskey. Yeah. That was awesome. That was so cool to finally meet her in person. Um, yeah. Yeah. Velocity I saw her fun, at, um, uh, well, a couple times at uh, NAM, and uh, – yeah. I mean, she would be doing demos uh, for Earthquaker, and it was just like like watching a you know mini concert. It was so cool. Yeah, but I um, mean, her performance. So, but there's so there. many people. To, I'm sure she doesn't remember meeting me, but the uh, but that's you know I've talked to her there before, and, and I don't. Yeah, but uh, just super, super nice and yeah. talented. Yeah, I mean, like talented on a level where like you know, Velocity had, you know, how many people there, hundreds and hundreds of people. And it was like, you know, all things considered, if we really had to boil it down, she was the most talented person in the room throughout the day, I'm sure, you know, like, I feel like she's like, on that special level of like, once, you know, once in a generation talent, but oh, yeah, yeah. it's just there's yeah, a, you know, see, See many people like that for sure. You got a little bit of that too, but you're just constantly doing many. You got you're doing so many different things, you know. Like, like you're you're like you're one of the best singers I know. You're one of the best guitar players I know. You can you know you design pedals and synths. Um, you can you know you're you're a great mix engineer. Um, you know you've got I'm more of a jack of all trades, but master of none. 
kind of thing enough to be dangerous and some you know um, yeah well i mean i i guess i i do feel like i'm a pretty good guitar player i was gonna say and, you're definitely better you're not an average guitar player oh now i was gonna ask do you think that's like the what you're most proficient at yeah and like the more you know i, you know, I kind of went down uh, a modular only hole for a while like uh 2016 for a, a couple mm -hmm. of years and 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 uh was kind of reminded um you know i can I can incorporate some uh, guitar into what I do and mm -hmm. um, have it be, you know, add value to the, to what I'm doing is like a live set or um, two recordings. And yeah. um, that was a huge, I mean, that was cool to be able to just, okay, take, take guitar completely out of it and just focus on synths for a couple of years. But um, it was a good way to kind of, uh, it was just a, a great, you know, learning experience mm -hmm. and um i mean even though i've been into synths for years and stuff but just just fully like focusing on on a euro rack for a little while me too so and i'm actually feeling like i feel like you and i and i was just talking with eli and annie about this um i feel like all three of us are kind of have reached like a similar headspace where we went into the euro thing for so long that we're kind of just coming back up for air and, and being like, and breathing in the like desire to play guitar a little bit more. And um, yeah, I, I re and really, like, I mean, there's nothing you know, wrong with that at all. Like adding more elements into it is just going to make it more musical, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think my strong think, suit is like writing. I, I think I can make cool like soundscapes, but I think my, my, my strongest suit as a, as a musician is like actually like writing like tracks that have like, sequences you know like like melodies and, and and stuff like that but that yeah yeah i think so too i think um well i've you've been getting pretty um you've been getting pretty atmospheric over the last uh two years yeah i've gotten very weird and yeah i'm just like okay it's time to make some music again and not just like spooky sounds but um. <laughs> i feel like sometime i think it's going to be pretty soon i'm going to see you actually out there with the needham case <laughs> doing a <laughs> on a river now nah, he'd kill me um <laughs> yeah he'd kill me if, if i brought this thing out uh but i may be getting sent a new type of thing from him that is a little bit more useful for something like that but i might have to cut this out of the show um what was the first guitar solo you ever learned uh guitar solo guitar solo um i was a big um i was a big uh kiss and black sabbath you still rock uh, black sabbath a lot late or you know i feel like i feel like uh I've, i feel like over the like 10 to 12 years we've been friends like i feel like every other year you're kind of been like i'm, I'm in a big sabbath kick right now <laughs> sabbath is one of the few bands that yeah all the bands that you grew up with how many bands can you can you go back to and be like, yes, I was correct as a kid. That was kick. -ass. I've thought about that a lot lately, and it's and well, you know, we, I've talked about this a lot with you that I like came, like my formative years of like getting into music and being a musician were some really terrible years, particularly for rock and roll or you know that kind of. <laughs> um, so like I I don't have many, but there are there are a handful. I'm like, oh well, I still I still really like this. So. Um, yeah, yeah, so Sabbath a, is that for Black you? Black Sabbath, 
Yeah, that's one of them. And one that you could really, you know, growing up in Nebraska, I could, you know, uh, talk to other people about with and stuff. There were some things like I was really into Prince. That was the kind of thing where, you know, as being a, a, a young, like a metal kid, like couldn't really, uh, you could, you know, had to hide my Prince records when, mm. you know, people mm-hmm. came over because they think it was very cool. Right. Right. Um, but that's another one that I, I look back on. It's like, yeah, that was, is still really, really great. But, you know, things like, yeah, yeah. There's, there's some bands that just did not stand the test of time, man. No, no, a lot. Well, you know, it's funny. It's, the, there were a few in the new metal, like NU metal scene that I, now that I'm, you know, I've have I have the distance, and there's been more like cult, like temporal distance and cultural, you know, distance from it. It's it's funny to like see like the poor Deftones being lumped in with like people like Corn or, uh, or like Limp Bizkit. Like Deftones are like I still absolutely love their music, and not just like nostalgically. Like I don't I don't like keep up with their newer stuff, but when I have listened to newer stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, it's still Deftones, and I think think it's really good and this is this really surprised me i i actually listened to uh mark Marin had the singer for system of a down on his show and i was like well i know he's super like into like activism and stuff so like i want and i'm sure that's we'll talk more about that than system and i used to love system when i was a kid so i'll check that out and so after listening to that i was like this guy's cool as fuck um and i was like i wonder what like that first system down system of a down album sounds like i wonder how i would hear that now and i listened to it the other day and like unironically un like no nostalgia that album is like one of the fucking best like hardcore like punk metal mashups like it's i think it's I think if they would have stopped there and if it hadn't been like the new metal craze of like Ozfest and all of like that shit being lumped together, I feel like that would have went gone down like in history as like a totally different type of album. Um, It's fucking awesome. It's got so many good songs on it. Yeah. I hear people say that a lot about those guys. They seem to be, uh, and kind of like uh, post that band, they seem to be really creative and cool you know, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. like in the way that like Pearl Jam is, you know, has a lot of respect there. I'm not a big Pearl Jam fan at all, but um, it's one of those bands that, oh yeah, they're pretty cool dudes. And mm-hmm. I, uh, they seem to kind of be doing cool stuff still, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cake also, I still really love Cake. Um, I know you're not the biggest Cake fan, but I, I think, uh, yeah, they just like would make a huge radio hit like every four years, and then that's what everybody kind of thinks of them as. But their albums are are fantastic. Um, but you've never really yeah. I've, I've I finally figured out like trying to like um, like when I oh I feel like oh I'm going to recommend this to Greg. I finally got you dialed in. Like you don't like people who are like kind of trying to be a little bit funny, like. You don't like, you like, I feel like, you know, like pavement, you're like, you're like, yeah, you know, a little, a little too weird. And then like, you know, cake is kind of has some cheeky stuff. And there was another band that I was like, I'm sure Greg loves these guys. And then I was like, but no, they're, they kind of have like jokey stuff sometimes. So I don't, I don't think, I don't think that he would, which is funny because um, you're like one of the goofiest fuckers I've ever met. <laughs> that's funny because i think i i think i like a lot of funny funny like like the electric six is one of my favorite like funny kind of bands but they're also um yeah i mean they're they're you could never take them seriously like you could with pavement so 
Right. I think that's the thing is like when they, when they're kind of like are, are mostly like a serious band, but then kind of do some like goofier stuff. Um, Although I do think send me some tracks. I have, I think I could make you, okay. I could make you a playlist of actually Stephen Malcolm's post pavement because I don't really listen to that much pavement, but his solo stuff I think is fucking it's some of my favorite music I've ever heard. And I think some of it like just guitar wise and everything that you would be like super into it. I made I made a, a playlist. Send me some stuff. I made a playlist cool. of uh I usually kind of do a, a like a top ten of the uh-huh. year kind of thing. And now that's the end of the year. I've just done that for so long that I, I thought I would put together a playlist of just my few my favorite music from over the year, maybe a little bit beyond. Not necessarily stuff that what's up, squirrel? It's just it's fucking dude. It, to get like to, this is the second time we've had you on, and squirrels have made uh made this an appearance. So <laughs> what's up, bud? Hey, so um, uh, but just um, it's you know, it's like four, four and a half hours of just. Oh shit! Well, actually, you know, I think I want to do something like that. Let's uh, let's trade our let's trade our favorite of the year lists. Let's do, let's do, and not necessarily thing that uh, things that came out this year, but things I've discovered. I love that even more. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. and um, not that there's anything wrong with the top ten list, and but I just wanted to do something different. You know, this year, not that anybody pays attention to it. (laughs) It's just a fun. fun. I feel like it's fun to do. Yeah, and yeah. then just to like put it on shuffle, you know, when you're, you know, I've really been getting into or sharing more music over the last. Like that's another thing that the pandemic did for me was because um, I really dropped out of like listening to the news because I just couldn't deal it deal with it anymore. Just yeah. like kind of current events, like um, where I used to, I think, listen to more podcasty stuff. I was like, I'm gonna start listening to music. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just like one of those things that. Uh, you 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 do what you're you you do what you're used to, and I I now that I'm into listening to music, I have like a, a set routine where I'm just like um, okay, I and I I seem like I share more stuff with people, and um, I enjoy more stuff, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Dude, well, now I'm excited to make that playlist and uh, and share it with you because I I feel like I've 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 found some. Maybe not even like new stuff, but either found stuff that was new to me or like some of my favorite people have released some new stuff this year that I really like, really, really like. Um, Dude, I will hook you up with some peanuts in probably like five minutes, I swear. (laughs) All right. I'm going to give a rundown. Can you give the PodMod viewers a a rundown of what's on your wall back there? You have, I noticed the Les Paul, but then you have, is it the Silver, Silver Tone? Uh, Yeah, I've got the Dan Electro like Silver Tone reissue. Okay, um, you got that. That's cool. I, I've seen that before. And then yeah. to the left of the Les Paul, you have your your jazz bass. That is a jazz bass. Yeah, that's one of the um, one of the new that Mexican. What are they? The Player Series? Is that what they're calling them? Like Playa. W- the Playa Series. Yeah, when when the Mexican yeah. made ones like really bumped up in quality. Um, yeah, yeah. They're um, they're making some some good good Mexican guitars and basses. I think I they, love they this thing. Have, actually, I actually uh, I was gonna text you the other day because I guess I don't need to show you, but I actually I just bought like um, like I bought a micrometer and uh, like the calipers and like all the little 
shims and everything for setting up guitars and basses because like my oh, cool. my uh, little classical guitar like i want to like file the the bridge down a little bit get the action a little better and get the intonation a little better and then um i got some labella flats because that's the that's the second pair of strings that i've ever been on that bass that you know that they're flats but they're not after playing David Lutz's, I was like, what are these? And he's like, those are the little Bellas. And I'm like, that's what I want. Um, but I don't want to put them on until I was going to like have it get, I was going to have it um, set up and, and put them on. But then I just like, I was like, well, I'm going to see, like, I know I could learn how to do this. And I watched some videos and it's like, yeah, I could totally learn how to set up my guitars. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm going to get into that and get kind of good at it. Um, yeah, do you set your stuff up? It's, I I do, and uh, it's something that I had to kind of, uh, um, I, I just fell into over the years. Like I, I kind of um, never really trusted myself for a mm -hmm. long time, and then just like, you know, getting stuff back from, uh, getting set up. It's like, man, I kind of want, I would, you know, really like this a little bit different, and just kind of YouTubing and just like the same way that you would, you know learn how to fix stuff on your house or your car mm -hmm. or whatever, started doing little adjustments. And, and I pretty much do everything these days. I, I don't think there's, and now that I've, I've, you know, I've been into building this, this guitar. Um, there's, there's things that I'm just like, you know, uh, I feel like I, I really understand it a, a little bit better than I did a few years ago. I don't feel it's, it's, you know, I don't think it's anything you should be afraid of. That's it, what they all it. said on the videos. Yeah. Like they're like, you're not going to fucking break it. And like, you know, if, if you don't do it right, like you just do it until it's right, you know? And it then, feels really weird at first when you're doing like trust rod adjustments. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm going to fuck this up so bad that it's not going to really play right ever again. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's, I mean, it's not really the case. I mean, unless I, I, I think, I think you'd really have to reef on it. Yeah. Um, and you know you can always you can always take it into a professional if you fuck it up too much right right um okay so i got i've, I've got these three questions um that i'm doing for the bonus questions they're they're, oh, philosoph cool. they're philosophical questions but i i want to ask i want to keep the same questions in the rotation for a while because i'm going to get different answers from every person and i'm very excited to see what your answers are um so the first one is, does the vastness of space impact the way you perceive yourself? All right, that's our show. Thank you so much to Greg for coming on. Don't forget to check out the Mystic, super cool little desktop synth. Also, thank you to Novation. I'm loving the Summit. I cannot wait to get it out in the wild. I got to figure out my power supply. Uh, thank you to Patchworks for their continued support. P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S.com. After Later Audio for their continued support. Um, and thank you for your support. If you would like to head over to patreon.com forward slash podular modcast, you can get all the really cool bonus content that's going to be coming out. Um, you know, bonus episodes, uh, cool video stuff, maybe of me being an idiot. Uh, what else? Thank you to board brain. Please check out their stuff. And for a mess, I cannot wait to dive deeper into all these modules that I got. Um, yeah what else don't forget about the remix competition and very importantly please make me some holiday music we need some holiday music for our pod mod holiday extravaganza 
And I think that's about all I got for you. So until next week. I didn't like that. I'm going to try that again. I think that's about all I've got for you. And um, yeah, until next week. I would like to say thank you to everybody who supports the show on Patreon. It really means a lot to me. If you would like to head over to patreon.com forward slash modular modcast, uh, you know, you could, you could really change my life.